Hello and welcome to this podcast brought to you by the Isle of Man Anti-Cancer Association. My name is Sandy, Executive Officer of the Association and a cancer survivor. And my name is Malcolm. I'm a retired consultant surgeon and throughout my career I, I had a particular interest in the care and treatment of cancer patients. Presently I am Chairman of the Isle of Man Anti-Cancer Association. In this podcast we want to talk about lung cancer awareness, cancer that starts in the lungs. To help Sandy and myself with this topic, we have here Heather Christian, who is a lung cancer patient, to talk particularly about her experience of the disease. But let's start with some information about the disease itself. Sometimes when cancer has started elsewhere, it can spread to the lungs. This is known as secondary cancer. In this podcast, we are focusing on primary lung cancer. Primary lung cancer arises in the windpipe or trachea, the main airways or bronchus or the lung tissue itself. There are two main types of primary lung cancer, small and non-small cell lung cancer, the latter being the commonest. It is important to talk about lung cancer because lung cancer is the second commonest cancer in men to prostate cancer and the third commonest in women behind breast and bowel cancer. More importantly though, it is the commonest cause of cancer death across the world. Treatment for lung cancer can be difficult, with many patients going to the doctor once the cancer has become advanced. However, outcomes for those who have an early diagnosis with newer, improved treatments are very encouraging. So Heather, tell us a bit about your symptoms that you presented with. I had back pain for which I had been attending regular chiropractic appointments and was constantly tired. I assumed the latter was due to all that was happening in my life at the time and the back pain making sleep difficult, so didn't mention it when I saw my GP. On reflection, I should have done so, as this may have alerted the GP to the need for further investigation. Instead, I was initially treated for pulled intercostal muscles with referred back pain. The back pain worsened and proved to be impending spinal cord compression, requiring seven days emergency radiotherapy at Clatterbridge, and I was eventually diagnosed with non-small cell lung cancer, which had spread to my bones. My prognosis in February 2016 was three to nine months, so I'm very fortunate to still be here. Uh, thank you, Heather. Let's go through the symptoms of uh, lung cancer experienced by many patients. The commonest early symptom of lung cancer is a cough that has been present for three weeks or more. Other common symptoms are a cough that's got worse or changes, repeated chest infections, coughing up phlegm, mucus or sputum with signs of blood in it called medically hemoptysis, increasing shortness of breath, feeling more tired than usual over several months, weight loss for no obvious reason, or an ache or pain in your chest or shoulder that's been present for some time. Heather, would you like to tell us a bit more about your cancer journey? Well, since 2016, I've had chemotherapy, more radiotherapy, I've done some ab injections to help protect my bones from fracture, I had a pleurotesis operation to stick my lung to the chest wall and stop the build-up of fluid between the two, and, since December 2017, I have been receiving immunotherapy, which thankfully has kept my disease stable up to now. Immunotherapy wasn't available for lung cancer patients when I was first diagnosed, so I'm very grateful to have benefited from this investment in research, which has led to such new treatments. 
I always thought cancer could happen to me as easily as anyone else, but lung cancer was a shock. I'm a never smoker and had none of the better known symptoms of lung cancer. I would therefore urge anyone who notices a persistent change in the way their body works to seek medical advice. It could be something minor and easily sorted, but should it be cancer, then obviously the earlier it is diagnosed, the better the likely outcome, as early diagnosis saves lives. Uh, I'd like to uh, reiterate what Heather has said, that anyone who notices a persistent change in the way their body is behaving to seek medical advice. So what are the risk factors associated with lung cancer? Age is a factor. 80% of lung cancer develop in people over the age of 60. The main risk factor is cigarette smoke, which is associated with 85-90% to of lung cancers. There are over 4,000 chemicals in tobacco smoke, around 60 of which are proven carcinogens. That is, they induce cells to become cancerous. The more someone smokes, the greater their risk. Starting to smoke at a young age also increases your risk. If someone stops smoking, their risk of developing lung cancer falls quickly. Pipe, cigar and cannabis smokers have a lower risk than cigarette smokers, but this is still much higher than non-smokers. A small number of non-smokers will develop lung cancer, but by avoiding, by avoiding inhalation of cigarette smoke, known as passive smoking, you will minimise your risk. There is now legislation in place restricting smoking in closed public spaces, commercial vehicles and cars carrying children. Some people develop lung cancer as a result of exposure to certain chemicals in their workplace, such as asbestos and silica. Now, there are certain things that individuals can do to reduce their risk of developing lung cancer. The World Health Organization has indicated that the overall risk of developing cancer can be halved by sticking to a number of lifestyle changes. The most important one, and the one that applies most to lung cancer, is avoiding cigarette smoke. If you have never smoked, please do not start smoking. We know that more than 80% of smokers take up the habit before the age of 20, and once you start, it's very difficult to stop. Try to resist peer pressure from school friends, work colleagues, or those that you socialise with to start smoking. We've all heard the dangers associated with smoking before, but is it worth significantly increasing your risk of cancer and other life-limiting diseases by starting to smoke? If you are already a smoker, we appreciate that it can be a difficult habit to give up, but it really can have a positive impact on many aspects of your health in future years if you can quit smoking. As we've said earlier, giving up cigarettes can over time bring down your risk of developing lung cancer to that of a non-smoker. Nicotine patches and e-cigarettes are good adjuncts to helping you quit, but should not be viewed as long-term replacements. We do not yet know the long-term effects of e-cigarettes. On the island, we have Quit For You, a support service to help people stop smoking. There are drop-in clinics or one-to-one support to assist you in your decision to stop smoking. For more information, you can telephone 642404 or visit quitforyou.gov.im. It's really important to get that support as research tells us that if you use the support available, you are more likely to go smoking for good. 
Remember that giving up smoking has other health benefits to you through reducing your risk of developing a number of other lung conditions and heart disease, as well as saving you money that could be spent on other things, such as holidays, that could enhance your well-being. If you are concerned about any possible symptoms you might have that are associated with lung cancer, as always, the first step is to talk to your GP. It's best to get these checked out, as getting a diagnosis early is so important to successfully treating lung cancer. In areas of the UK, there is a pilot screening programme open to heavy smokers aged 55 to 74, often seen in supermarket car parks. Only one-third of those invited attend, which is disappointing as around two-thirds of those identified as having a tumour have early disease. The island does not offer screening, but if you are in that age group and have smoked most of your adult life, seeing your GP as soon as you develop symptoms can be life-saving. Let's just recap the symptoms we need to look for. The key symptom of lung cancer is a cough present for three weeks or more. You should also see your doctor if you have a cough that's got worse or changes, repeated chest infections, coughing up phlegm, mucus or sputum with signs of blood in it, increasing shortness of breath, feeling more tired than usual over several months, weight loss for no obvious reason, an ache or pain in your chest or shoulder that has lasted some time. If you would like some more information about lung cancer, you can contact the Roy Castle Lung Cancer Foundation at roycastle.org or by telephoning them at 033-237200. On the island, you can visit the Macmillan Cancer Information Centre up at Nobles Hospital and their phone number is 650735 and their website is macmillan.org.uk. For more info on support to quit smoking, uh, there is Quit For You and you can call them on 642-404 or visit quitforyou.gov.im. Thank you very much for listening and thank you Heather for joining us.